This episode is brought to you by Vonage. Your business needs more than an 800 number. With Vonage Voice API, you can provide the call experience your customers expect and get the data your team needs. From call analytics and virtual assistance to automatic speech recognition and text-to-speech in multiple languages. Your customer service team can help more people in more places. And with in-app voice, your customers can easily contact you the moment they have a question. Take your calls to the next level with Vonage Voice API. Learn more at Vonage.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is Ekta and very happy Diwali to everyone today. Um, I have a very special guest and I am a huge fan of this uh, this brand. They are really revolutionizing the beauty industry, I must say, especially the skincare industry. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder of Haldi, which is Simran uh, Kalra. Welcome to the show, Simran. Thank you so much for joining. Hey, Ekta, thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here and happy Diwali to you and everybody else. It's a great day to connect. It's a wonderful day to connect. and I'm so honored that we're speaking. I absolutely am your biggest fan at this point. I think what you've created here with Haldi is just brilliance upon brilliance upon brilliance. So I want to get started. I want to ask you the whole journey. I want you to tell us all the details. So start from the beginning. Tell me how you came up with this concept. Um, what was the journey like? you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, let's get started. Yeah, I'll, I'll rewind and take you back. Like my own journey into skincare started about seven or eight years ago. I had moved from uh, the East Coast here to San Francisco and mm. my skin suddenly became like really dry and I was getting like this weird red patch on my left cheek and I'm like, what's going on? And everything I had used in the past felt like it had stopped working. Yeah. And out of pure curiosity and frustration, I kind of started digging into ingredients and formulations and really started educating myself as a consumer. And I learned that a lot of things I was using were actually not great for me. And I had no idea. For example, yeah. I was using St. Ives face scrub, which is super popular. And yeah. did not realize. Oh my gosh, nightmares, right? Yeah. About that face scrub. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did not realize that it has like the walnut shells could be giving me the micro tears, which is what was maybe making me sensitive. Yeah. And uh, on the other hand, I was like splurging on this Chanel moisturizer because it smelled great, only to learn that fragrance was probably so high on the list that that was what probably maybe was drying me out. So really, a really kind of a little bit of a painful and longish journey for myself, but I really landed up understanding the brands, the products, the ingredients that are kind of working for me, and I want to use them and the ones that are not. And that was like my personal journey. And then fast forward like a couple of years, I'm here in San Francisco, I'm having like dinner with a girlfriend and she's talking about her shopping trip to a big box retailer and yeah. how she was completely overwhelmed. There was just too many choices for every product and she had no idea what to get for herself. And I had some time on my hands and I'm like, why don't I help you pull together a routine for yourself. And I recommended a few products for her based on, you know, kind of what the research I had done over the years. 
yeah. there was interesting, she landed up telling her friend about it, who landed up telling her friend about it. And before I knew it, I had like 300 people emailing me back and forth for like skincare recommendations. And wow. I was just like this woman in my PJs at home <laughs> responding from my Gmail account. I didn't even have a company. Yeah. Um, and that's when I kind of realized that, oh my God, there's this huge need in the industry to help people navigate the overwhelmed in skincare because there are so many products launched every day. Even clean beauty is getting so cluttered and there's so many products out there and it's hard to know what's right for you. And that's how Haldi was born. Wow. You know, and also I just want to, I want to plug something right here. I hope you don't mind Simran, but Please. I'm holding a, um, doing my first panel and it's going to be about what does clean beauty mean? So I want you to tune in on November 6th because I think it's going to be a good one, but I wanted to just plug that real fast, but wow, that's, that's really interesting that you said that because I think the biggest problem is that people ask for skincare advice and they want, you know, they, they want you to just tell them like, okay, here's the routine. And they've seen all these pretty products online. And you know, you know, packaging is everything right these days. And like people go with packaging and they think, oh, this is going to be perfect for me. Turns out you just wasted $90, you know? So like, I really, the whole brand and what you've created with Haldi is so interesting to me because not only is it centered on the customer, but it's also like e-commerce and it's easy and you don't have to walk into an Ulta or a, you know, a Target or wherever, you know, all those different, um, you know, retailers. And I love that. So I want you to talk about really the, um, maybe the IT side of all of it, that would be a good place to start because like, how did you get together? Like in terms of like the database or, or partnering up with certain brands, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's get into kind of the behind the scenes. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. So a couple of things. One is, you know, when we, when I knew I wanted to kind of solve for this overwhelm in beauty, kind of uh, realized that it was going to be a personalization model. And personalization is not a new concept. It's existed actually for decades with Amazon, you know, introducing people who bought this, also bought this, and there've been many versions of that. The problem with personalization as it sort of exists is it never really feels personal. And you're often left with that feeling, did they really get me? You know, did they understand me? And that's like the feeling users have. And I'm like, that's the nut we need to crack is it really needs to feel personal. So there are a couple of things we've done which are like really unique. The first thing is we build people's routine around their bathroom shelf, around products they're already using. And from a user point of view, the reason that's really important is that nobody wants to start from scratch. Their products yeah. you love, their products you've been using for a while, you've spent good money on them, you don't necessarily want to waste them. And what we do is we, we use the products you've got and kind of build around it, fill gaps, tell you what's missing. If something needs to be replaced, we'll let you know. But it's really built around your bathroom shelf. Yeah. The technology yeah. side of it is that, you know, users, products, what they're currently using, tell us a ton of information about them. You know, it tells us the brands they prefer. It tells us like the price points that are right for them. It tells us like the gaps. It tells us the products they may have too many of. And what we do is from a technology point of view, take the products that you tell us you're using and mine that data, use that data intelligently 
to really kind of make the right recommendations for you. And that's like really unique. Nobody is, even though people are doing personalization, nobody's taking this unique approach, which is really looking at your bathroom shelf, making it personal and using that data behind it. So that's one big unique element of the IT. And the second thing I would say is that when people think about personalization, they always think about replacing the human and all of the technology, right? But the reality is that technology can do certain things very well, but it's still at the point where it cannot replace a human in certain elements. You know, uh, know, honestly, Simran, I love that you said that, and I'm not trying to interrupt you, but seriously, she hit the nail on the head because I, I cannot tell you how many times, as a scientist researcher, I have this conversation all the time because obviously, you know, it comes up in like, you know, science Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. people are like, we want to create something that's better than the human body. I'm like, that's never going to happen. What you can do is mimic what we already have and just try to like aid, you know what I mean? What we've got going on because it's, (laughs) you're you're trying to tell me, you know, like you can't, you can't recreate a perfect design, you know? So it's, it's, I love, love that you said that. I really do. And also just before we continue, I love that you said that you guys really let people utilize the products mm-hmm. that are on their shelf. That's the biggest problem is I think people forget that they bought that cleanser the other day or that mm-hmm. toner or you know what I mean? So I love that. Pl- please continue though. <laughs> just of course. Thank, no, thank you. Those are great points to highlight. Uh, and just kind of completing the point on uh, the human and technology. So our goal is here is like we leverage technology for what it does well, but yeah. a human can come and override what technology is saying. As an example, if a, if a customer comes in and said, you know what, I just had a baby and my hormonal acne is going crazy. That's something that technology cannot respond to at the moment, but a human can intervene and say, oh my God, I know exactly what you're saying. Let me help you here. And that's kind of where the magic is, is like bringing that technology and human together instead of trying to replace the human and that's why kind of we're able to create that experience which people feel uh, that is really personal to them and not an algorithm just like spitting out something right right no I love that and you know I I'm not gonna lie you know one thing I, I like to make sure everyone listening understands is that I curate every brand that comes on the show. So, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of the PR people get annoyed with me because I'm like, where's the PR? Where's the But I need to make sure that whoever I invite on that is somebody I can stand behind, a brand mm-hmm. I can really believe in. And, you know, let me tell you, when Holdi created my routine for my skin, I was blown away by how perfect it was. You know, I have been using your products. I think, you know, just this is the most like consistently I think I've used any routine ever. Like it's literally something I rely on at this point. You know, everything you sent was perfect. It was exactly what my skin needed. And you know, the algorithm is so smart because you know, the website you think, okay, I'm going to go on there and it's going to ask me a million questions. No, it only asks you like a handful of questions, but they're very important questions. Mm-hmm. And they give you all the information, I guess, that you need because, I mean, you guys really nailed it with my routine. It was amazing. Oh my God, that's the best thing you could say here. Getting your customer's <laughs> point of view is like what makes my day. So thank you so much for saying that. We live for that literally. So your yeah. customer's perspective is like hugely valuable. And the fact that you thought it was right for you and it was personal and it's and you're staying consistent with it, that kind of says a lot. So thank you for saying that. 
Yeah, no, of course. And, you know, I think that you're also, here's the thing. I think you're solving more problems than you realize because, okay, yeah, you know, we have the idea that you people have too many skincare products and they need to organize, you know what I mean? Or they need a routine, Mm -hmm. but you're also helping people get something they can really practice every day because you're not sending us like 18 products you know mm-hmm. everyone listening when I went through the whole you know process of going in onto the website and then going through and doing it it created a very manageable routine for me and that's huge especially in the industry right now when everywhere we look products are everywhere right so like you're really creating I think uh something that goes far beyond just finding a skincare routine it's more about good skin health habits that you're promoting and I absolutely love that about the brand yeah thank you exactly and also to the point you said earlier is about like minimizing the waste because there's so much kind of waste in the industry so we want to work with products that in your case like there were many great products you were already using so we wanted Mm -hmm. to build around what you had and supplement and complement those products so we're not like telling people you know, start from scratch, like nothing you're using is good because that's, as a customer, I don't want that. And I don't want to recommend that to our users either. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I think I, one of my biggest questions is, you know, um, I know that there are a lot of buzzwords right now in the industry and, you know, um, I'm going to be addressing a lot of those in this panel I told you about, mm-hmm, but like my mm-hmm. big thing that I really like, I actually really like this about your brand is that you are very clean brand focused you know you're you're trying to I think the way I see that is that you're you guys are trying to really work with brands that are trustworthy that you Mm -hmm. know are going to resonate with the people that are coming to you for advice so I want to talk to you about your process of doing that like how do you figure out like which brands to really work with and what you know what I mean like what is that like the vetting process yeah great question we have a very very stringent uh, approach and I would say a very boutique-like approach because we don't want to carry every brand. Uh, of yeah. course, the brands we carry are kind of clean, but I would think that's like kind of becoming baseline at this point, you know, but really kind of digging deeper into the founder's philosophy, their approach to ingredients, like are they, you know, what kind of formulations are they, um, are they putting out there? And then really kind of testing every product and even the best and best brands don't make everything really well right everybody will make a couple of hero products well so we'll then zero in on those uh, hero products and make sure we can recommend only the best of the best products so we start with the universe of products then we're like okay which of them are of course clean and then within that which are the brands we can really kind of stand behind we can test we know they kind of deliver results and those are the only ones that will make the cut those are the so to give you a sense like we'll if if sephora or alta will carry a few thousand SKUs because they'll carry pretty much everything in the skincare world we'll carry just a few hundred SKUs, but we know that those SKUs will are the best of the best and they will kind of deliver results. So that's like the fun, that's like kind of the boutique stringent approach that we have. Yeah. And I just want to do a huge shout out to Allison McNamara because she was like literally my first guest, her and Brian Underwood on this uh, podcast. And Allison's line, Mara Beauty is part of Haldi's yes. uh, catalog. And I love that. I absolutely love that. She's an amazing person. The brand is amazing. So I love that you carry her line. 
So and she's like I, a great I, example of the brands we want to carry. She cares about her formulations and ingredients, how she sources them. And those are, that's a great example of the kind of brands we want to, we, we carry. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, you know, what's crazy, Simran, is like, I honestly, like before I had um, filled out the form and gotten my healthy routine, I was actually having a discussion with a friend and we were talking about retinol. And we were like, mm. you know, does everyone need retinol? You know, where do you really start with retinol? That kind of stuff, right? And so I was sitting there and, you know, I, you know how it is. Like you go into PubMed and then you never come out, right? So I was like doing all mm. the researching and stuff. And um, when I was filling my routine out, I had meant, I don't know what I, what question I answered, but you guys ended up the product you sent me by Mara is their retinol oil. And it is mm-hmm. the best product. It really like, for me, like it really outperformed what I thought retinol would do for me and my skin. So that's how I know that the brands that you're choosing to work with are really extraordinary brands. And that's something that I absolutely love that you guys are so stringent. Love that. Love that. I'm glad we found you the perfect products. And it's a, it's really a testament to the team and the technology we've built and your personal experience like means the world to me. Yeah, no, I want to know. So how did you design the questions that are part of this algorithm? So what, what, what um, went behind that? Yeah, great question. I would say everything we've done Ekta, has really been driven from a customer's point of view. So I had talked earlier on about like in the early days, I had 300 people emailing me back and forth with the questions. And uh, based on those is what we designed the questions like. So earlier on the first questionnaire we had like had eight open-ended questions and we were listening to what users were filling up in those questions and uh, what information they were giving us and kind of learning from that. And, And an example is that if you ask people what their skin type is, like nobody really knows, right? Nobody really knows, are you dry, are you oily? Like who knows, right? So that became a redundant question really quickly. And we realized we want to ask people the experience of their skin. And that became like a better question to ask. Like when you wake up in the morning, how does your skin feel? As the day progresses, how does your skin feel? So as we asked that question, we got a much better answer. And then we built an algorithm to kind of triangulate, uh, uh, triangulate, Uh, what people's skin type is. Another example is uh, uh, people were telling us that, oh, I prefer vegan, I prefer gluten-free, I'm pregnant. And we started including those questions. Smell is a really good example. Like I love skincare that is very aromatic. That's my thing. Yes, me too. (laughs) But here's the thing. Everybody doesn't feel like that, you know? So yeah, we then I had know. to ask a question to say like, hey, what is your smell preference? Do you prefer uh, skincare that's completely unscented? Do you want uh, slight mild, mild scents are good for you or you, you enjoy an aromatic experience? So every question we have out there is come out of some shape or form of like an our, our conversation with the user, which has informed the questions. And that's why to what you said earlier, the question kind of feels right to you because there's no redundant question in there. There's no question in there to just for the sake of being a question because it's a smart question. It's yeah. a really a question because in talking to consumers, that was information that they gave us that we then translated and created questions out of there. So it's completely born out of what consumers want their skincare to be about and the information that goes into it. 
I completely agree. I completely agree. And I think the way that you have crafted those questions is so, so unique and genius because the questions are very, like, they're standalone questions. Like, you really need to know this information about Mm -hmm. your skin. And Mm -hmm. then what is created from that data is extraordinary because you don't have these overlapping, you know, uh, like, points of data, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. everything, like, if you think about, like, you know, those, like, like those things we used to do in school where you draw like the circles and things are overlapping mm-hmm, and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. those diagrams. It's not like that. It's like you have a whole painting that's painted about that person's skin and everything is in its place. Everything has a purpose. And then from there, Haldi, you know, creates you a regimen and then, you know, everything that you put in there is actually addressed. That was for me, I think for me, I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very transparent. I was very skeptical to see how this mm-hmm. would work, right? Mm-hmm. But then when I got the products and I started using them, I was like, wow, sh- they really, really addressed this concern I had and this concern I had. And you start to notice that as you go into the routine is that, mm-hmm. wow, those questions, they start coming back to you. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, okay, I see why she asked me that. I see why they wanted to know that because your skin starts responding and turning mm-hmm. and changing the way that you always wanted it to change. So that's, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It's really brilliant. Yeah, no, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, everything we ask, then we want to address and we want to make sure it's kind of built back into kind of people's routines. So the fact that you could connect the dots, obviously you were looking more critically at it as you should, given that you needed to talk to me. Um, but uh, uh you know, people kind of may not look at it so critically, but kind of intuitively begin to understand that, look, this is personal to me. And that's kind of what we're, that's what our whole mission is, that this should feel personal to you. Like we built this for you, for your friend. And every question is like meant to kind of give us the information we need so we can make it right and personal for you. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I think that this is a very interesting um, area that I want to shift this conversation to. And I know, you know, if you don't want to answer, that's fine. You don't have to. But I got to say, like, I really see Haldi as the next, like, you know, I don't want to say the brand name or anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it starts with an S. Okay. And it ends with an A, guys. All right. Okay. So, you know, I just, I really see it being the next, because like, Honestly, it gives me anxiety walking into that store. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm really like even as much as I love skincare, and I know a lot of people feel the same. So don't even pretend everyone listening out there, don't pretend like you don't relate to what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff. And I love, I love what they're doing and I love that they're showcasing brands, but there's nobody there's nobody in that store. Like you know how they have people standing around and stuff, and then you go up to them and you're like, hey can you give me a suggestion about what I should use? And then they're like, yeah, just use this or that. It's like, I wonder how you came up with, you know, like that answer. So this is targeting that issue. And so I Mm -hmm. really see this being the next step. Like this is the next logical, like, you know, evolution to a store like that is this online platform that is carrying the same brands that you love and you cherish and you see on social media all the time. And it's also doing it in a way that you don't have to leave the house. You don't have to worry about, you know, what's my bill going to be at the end of this purchase, right? It's like, you, you know how like you go in and you rack up like a 90, like a $900 bill or whatever, you know, it, that kind of stuff. 
it's very, 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 like, I think, customizable to the user. So I want to ask you about that is like, what is your big vision um, with Haldi? Because I know that you guys are still taking off and, and you know, you're doing a great job. What is the big vision? Yeah, I think, uh, thank you for setting the stage for that, because we really think it's the future of commerce and the future of retail. Um, You know, the brand, the company we're mentioning, it starts with an S, was, you know, has done, has done great. And they were great innovation when they came out, because before that, people would go shopping at a Macy's and go from corner to corner to corner. And they came and they consolidated it all. And that was like a great innovation. And then Amazon came and put everything online and everybody followed suit. The problem is now what's next because they are online allows thousands and thousands of products to be out there uh, because there's no limit, right? Out to the products that can exist in an online store and the physical experiences are becoming the same. And we're like, what's next? What do people want next? And people are gravitating towards personal experience. People are gravitating towards brands that are going to solve a real problem for them. And to the point you said, like, if you want, walk into a store, even the best salesperson out there cannot process all the data of the thousands of products that are in the store to say like, yes, you, you're, you're 29, you want something that can solve for wrinkles and you're pregnant and you want it to be vegan. Even the best salesperson cannot process all the information in the store and tell you, by the way, these are the products that you should use, right? It's just not humanly possible. And that's why it feels like their responses are kind of random because they just can't do it, right? Even the best person. And so we believe like the future of commerce is really about being truly personal. It's about being personalization, but it's all about being truly personal and delivering an experience to a user that is right for them versus like this one size fits all approach. So yes, we do believe this is the future of commerce and we want to be there to solve it for users and create this next generation of beauty commerce. Yeah. And, you know, I think that really answered my question. And I also want to actually give you a suggestion. I'm probably, you probably already thought of this, but I was just thinking about this, you know, with this whole like sustainability thing, Simran, like, I think like with everyone coming out with refillables, Mm. are you going to have an option for that eventually on Haldi with like, Hey, you ran out of this, but here's the refillable and you can like then send out refillables instead of like the whole product. You know what I mean? That's that's absolutely right. I mean, think there's so much waste in this industry. We want to do whatever we can to support uh, less waste. And uh, so we, we definitely carry every size a brand has. You know, if they have a travel size, we're going to carry it. And if they have a refill size, we're going to carry it because we want you to buy the size that's right for you. If you're still trying a product, maybe the travel size is better because you you don't know if it's going to work and please buy a travel size. But if you're in love with the product, let's buy the refillable size. So we want to make them available to users. We don't want to hide the travel or the refill size because, you know, the most you know, the most uh, effective for you price-wise is going to be the regular. We don't want to do that. We want you to pick the size that's right for you. So definitely, whichever brands make refillables, and we love it when a brand makes refillable. Youth to People is a great example. Their Youth to People cleanser, which is a beloved cleanser, comes in like three sizes, and we carry them all because we want you to pick up the refillable once you know this is a product you love and you want to keep using. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one more thing I want to say is like, So what if, okay, so how does this work in terms of like working with brands? Because I know that sometimes like, you know, 
people do want to have that creative ability to like just be like well I kind of want to add on this you know like maybe like a body care product or something Mm -hmm. are you thinking of like having like because it is an e-commerce right thing so are you thinking in the future like you'll have something that allows you to like shop those products you know what I mean because really because Haldi isn't just about creating the routine right it's also like a trusted source that's Mm -hmm. carrying products that are really really working right so like it's for me as as a consumer and also somebody who really cares about the industry and the people in the industry like I would like to see people go to your page and then be like okay I really want body care let me just go to their body care section and pick something you know because I know that whatever they're carrying is going to be trustworthy you know what I'm saying so like have you thought about that or is that in the works or in the future where people can kind of add more things to the cart Absolutely. You're spot on. I think, uh, you know, we're very driven by what our customers want from us. And what you're saying, like body care customers have come to us and said, hey, do you, are you carrying a body moisturizer or a hand cream that I would love to, uh, I would love your recommendation on. So that's definitely the next wave of what we're working on. We've already begun to test it. So maybe in your store soon, uh, that uh, you know, you can get that next, you know, if you want body products, you want wellness products, whatever our users are like asking for, we want to be directed in that direction, but then stick to our ethos of really just giving you the best of the best products. So because like you said, it's all about trust. And uh, so we want to keep giving you the best trusted recommendations on categories that kind of interest you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Actually, now that you say that. Um, you know, and I actually, you know, one thing I want to ask you, and this is very close, I think, to both of us, because obviously, like, you know, as South Asian women, you know, we see the world of beauty, right? And we see the world of skincare and stuff. And there's so many brands, you know, there's so many brands that are emerging. And especially, you know, when I when I hear about ingredients like, you know, turmeric or like neem or all these like amazing ingredients that, you know, are entire like culture grows up hearing about um you know I love seeing those brands highlighted so have you thought about you know maybe like having certain like eye beauty brands featured like eye beauty meaning like Indian beauty yeah I mean absolutely I that grew up in India and everything I had in my skincare came from the kitchen because there yeah. was no kind of concept of skincare and I would wash my face with like a concoction of like chickpea flour and turmeric and a splash of milk so I'm like passionate about that kind of beauty so we're definitely talking to and looking at uh, you know brands which are using those real native ingredients which we kind of grew up on so there are definitely a couple on our radar that we'd love to uh, we'd love to bring on yeah that's awesome I love that I really love that and I hope everyone out there um heard that because there's there's a few brands on my radar and I'm going to give you some suggestions see what you think you know I love that please do please do we're all yeah because they're I mean you know we want to support I want to support anyone I can really it's not about your skin color or your ethnicity it's about you know the work and I and I think there's a lot of indie brands that they don't get a chance sometimes so yeah, but anyways, I, I want to actually, I, you know, I want to conclude the episode and I want to um, talk to you about just, you know, like, where do you see the skincare industry going in the next like 10 years? Because, you know, that's the biggest question I think on my mind, because now everything is changing, right? And especially like with something like Haldi, like you're, you're creating it something that's so accessible and it's so easy and there's so many questions that are being answered because let's be honest, everyone in the industry is talking about, you know, accessibility to products and it's like 
well, how much more accessible can you get? You know, this is like the epitome of accessibility. So, um, you know, what is, what is your opinion about everything? You know, all the, bu- the buzz in the industry and where it's headed. Yeah, I think, firstly, I think the focus on skincare is high and higher than it's ever been. And that's great as people are, you know, here I distinguish between makeup and skincare. Like people are really focused on skincare in the moment more than they've ever been. And I think that's going to stay because for now, for people taking care of their skin is like eating healthy and working out. So firstly, the industry is growing. and I think it's going to continue to grow, which is great because people are interested as they should be. Um, Secondly, I feel like there's a saturation now happening in the number of products that are out there and people are gonna look for personalization solutions. People are gonna be like, solve this for me, tell me what I can use. So brands and companies that can focus on curation and personalization and have a service oriented approach versus just pure e-commerce, which has existed with the, with the world of Amazon is just like, hey, here are just a bunch of products and feel free to buy what you want. I think the shift is going to be towards like, help me solve this for me, tell me what to use, make this personal for me and brands that can do that in one way or the other, I think are really gonna thrive. The third thing I would say is that I think it's about, it's not just about recommendation where I think it's about the questions people have and how you can solve them through like the value added services you can give them. A really good example in skincare is people are always asking like, what what is the sequence? How do I, what's my step-by-step routine? What goes before what and what goes after what, right? And And that's something is like probably one of the top questions that people have and they're, blogs and articles up the wazoo that can answer that question but people are just telling me what to do and that's something like we do for people is like okay let me take the products on your bathroom shelf and anything you're we're recommending to you and that's built into a step-by-step routine so that you know you know exactly what to do and that's like a free service we offer you know to to our users and that's like an example of kind of value-added services beyond just e-commerce so that's kind of where I feel the industry should go and will go you know it's not just about a pure transactional experience it's about making it personal having a relationship and giving you value-added services that will make the user come back to you versus just going from one platform to the other you know it'll have users keep coming back to you so that's what we believe the future of you know retail and beauty should be and that's what we're focused on I love that I love everything you said and I really you know all of my best wishes, good vibes, all the success in the world goes out to Haldi. It's a beautiful concept. I think you're really doing something revolutionary and I am 100% behind it. And everyone listening out there, I really, really urge you guys, like you need to check this out. So, you know, go on to http um, forward/forward/survey.holdi.com, and that's your survey. Um, when you go on there, you can answer all the questions. And, you know, just check it out. Try it. You know, I promise you that you're going to be very pleasantly surprised. You know, it's it's like, I think a lot of people sometimes get very kind of turned off when things are automated, but this is beyond being automated. This is really well thought out and very well crafted. So, you know, Simran, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for creating something so amazing. 
This is thank you so much, Ekta. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for being an amazing customer and really helping spread the word about Holly. It means the world to us. So really appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, guys, I will be back next time.